Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode three of Made of Melanin. It's a magic number. It is a magic number. (laughs) Also, please excuse my upstairs neighbors. They decided to move right above where I'm sitting right when I started to record. Just because reasons, you know. So, cool, cool. That is... It's okay. We're all a family here. (laughs) The Made of Melanin family. It's true. I think I, I just imagine them pr- with their ears pressed to the floor listening. But no, they're just literally moving uh, around in the exact spot that I'm sitting. You know, for a long time, I thought that, uh, speaking of neighbors, um, that I lived, that the apartment next to mine that I share a wall with, that mm-hmm. my bedroom was next to their kitchen because okay. I always hear pots and pans. And then uh. the other day... Um, <laughs> I was in the backyard and I was able to see into the window. It's actually another bedroom. Oh. Uh-huh. And I, 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 I'm Some still people... trying to figure out. And they're, I, they're definitely <laughs> pots and pans. Like, pots and pans have a very specific sound to them. They do. That hollow metal so sound. It's not, like, it's not like, oh, it's just her like, you know. Her closet. Like she's hanging up clothes in the closet. No. It's not like her, oh, that's just her chain mail skirt. You know what I mean? Like I know those are pots (laughs) and pans. No, yeah, that's, yeah, that's my Tuesday chain mail skirt. Totally. Come on, neighbors. Neighbors. That's okay. (laughs) Neighbors. Apartments. I'm, I, apartment (laughs) life is real. I don't necessarily enjoy it anymore. Um, But it is convenient. (laughs) <laughs> that's for sure that's so, for sure anyway how are you hello hi <laughs> let's start this again i'm kidding um i'm good i'm kind of whooped because uh the what i made this week is what i what i literally just made five minutes ago <laughs> all right you know what let's get right into it Woo! Tell me, Abby, what did you make this week um i made two things guys Ooh, like yes I, I'm, I feel really accomplished. Um, I'm trying to use up those peaches. Actually, they are gone. All the peaches are gone. Um, finally, from last week, just, they're gone? Yeah, from last week, they are gone. Because they don't last very long. This is true. Because right off the tree, they're ripe. Like, they're ready to go. So, like, if you're not doing something by day three, you're, you've lost a bunch of them. And we did, unfortunately. But, yeah, we wanted to use the peaches this week. So, um, I looked up a recipe for peach muffins. And I made some mistakes because I passed up. Martha Stewart and all recipes and food.com and I went to this website called Bunny's Warm Oven and I I put this on my Instagram story so some people have already seen this but I don't know why I like I wanted Bunny's Warm Oven <laughs> is this one of those like um professional like a food blogger type you know with like the eight paragraphs I feel like of it... like stories about her grandmother's peaches before she gets to the recipe is it one of those websites no it's I feel like oh. it's one of those websites where it's made for Pinterest Mm. Um, like out of like this website was made specifically so you could find the recipe on on Pinterest because there's so many ads on there, uh. um, and I and I specifically wanted peach muffins with uh, streusel on top and that's that one had it and I could have just made a streusel girl like just Actually. Uh, I'm mad at myself that I was like well this one has a streusel in it so I'm gonna use this recipe it looked solid it wasn't bad. Um, but my oven wouldn't light, the pilot light wouldn't go on, so I was mad about that. And then the streusel was, like, dry. Streusel can be really iffy. I'm kind of iffy about it. I, I think I like it more in theory than I do in practice. 
because it can be kind of dry a little bit. I need to look up more recipes. I um, I feel like every time, ooh, every every time I make streusel, sorry, every time <laughs> I make streusel, I I have like, you know, I have I end up with what half of what I should, and I have half of like this delicious crumbly streusel, and then the rest I have is just like sand. Yes. Sand. The brown it, sugar that exactly like didn't it. mix with the butter or just um, like yes. the cinnamon or whatever. Just so I feel like streusel is um, half sand, half flavor. Half sand, half delicious crumble <laughs> topping. There it is. <laughs> and I feel like that delicious crumble topping never adds enough to justify dealing with the sand. I agree. Um, I've had streusel that I've liked. I don't know. Um, I also like dipping muffins or yeah peach muffins in general in butter and then rolling them in cinnamon sugar because that was a good idea holy wow that sounds good i don't think i've ever had a peach muffin i was very surprised at how good it was um the again the peaches had a bite so it didn't just weep in the batter um so i was i was right so you were using those fresh peaches Mm -hmm. that were not from a can no they weren't they were some real certified peaches. They were, they were, oh. they did a good job, but I was just mad at, mad at the whole thing just because it didn't, my oven would not turn on and I was mad at that. Uh, but then I was just talking to my mom about making this peach jam, but small step that I didn't do. I thought dicing the peaches would be fine. It was like a quick, like craft.com um, recipe where you just, put fruit pectin in water, dissolve it, and then put that over, like, four cups of sugar in the fruit and stir it, and it literally just, like, gets... It solidifies it, gels it together. Nice. But, um, it's it was easy, but I should have mashed the peaches to make more of a preservy type of thing instead of just, like, pectin plus peaches, oh, <laughs> which I essentially see. what yeah, it is. The, the peaches just diced, they wouldn't really break down, right? Cause no, if you're they... Because th- th- no. it doesn't sound like you cooked it? No, you don't. Okay. So you don't cook it. Um, right. So. So my bad. Um, <laughs> so you've got like a very, a very chunky um, marmalade. Yes. Yes, it's more of like a chutney-ish. A chutney. That's the word I wanted. Chutney. We've got peach Marmal- chutney. <laughs> so uh, it'll be good. I <laughs> should be fine. I don't know. Um, I so. feel like you know you can. Um, with a chutney, now, now that we've officially declared it a chutney, I feel like you could add some herbs and serve it with pork. Right? I mean... Like, you could spread that. I'm pretty sure that'll go over, like, the Christmas ham or the Thanksgiving ham or something like that. Oh, that sounds so good. I, we, need to, we need to stop recording this podcast when I'm hungry. <laughs> it's usually after you record, it's like, I'm going to eat right now, and I'm like, oh, cool, <laughs> go, go get it. Anyway... This week, I uh, I didn't make a lot this week. It's like I made a frozen pizza. I made... Hey, good for you. Uh, I did make a friend's birthday cake. Uh, it was my friend's birthday. and Oh, uh, wait. I need to hear about this cake because it's it was beautiful. It was. It was a beautiful cake. So I had a vision. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, remember how that, uh, remember how Raven would just like look into the camera and she was yes. getting a, a vision of the future. That's exactly what happens to me. I look into the camera <laughs> and I get a vision of a cake. I love it. And I'm just overcome with, with gluttony. Um, no, but I, I did have, 
I saw another cake and I thought, ooh, that would look really good with this. And then I thought about, you know, this and like several things all together, which always feels good. Like, oh, look at me having creativity. Like, <laughs> I, I just, whenever I have those moments, I'm like, oh, yes, brain, do stuff. Um, I had seen a, yes. <laughs> a black ganache cake and it was this cake that was like, just like black. It was just black, black, black. Um, mm-hmm. And it was kind of glossy. Mm-hmm. And I thought, ooh, that's pretty. And so I wanted to do that. And then I had been wanting to make some um, white chocolate flowers. Mm-hmm. And so nice. I had, um, I wanted to incorporate those. And then I wanted them to be pink because I thought they'd look good with the black. Yeah. And then um, I had seen someone on Instagram paint their cake. And I thought, well, that's a little excessive. But I liked the idea. And so... I ended up, I made this cake and then I, I dyed it black. It like, it really came out black. I did top it with pink chocolate flowers. And then I, I painted it, um, not completely, but just some accents with gold luster dust. So the whole thing does it look really, really nice. It looks really, um, I was really pleased with how it turned out. So it's, um, it's chocolate cake, um, which is like, but definitely my go-to is like, I'm like in love, I'm in love with my own chocolate cake. Like, is that, I don't Why would care. You- is, is that like conceited? Did you? Just is this like, your like your recipe? It's like a recipe like a, that, like, that you I got and then modified to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's awesome. And I like. I think it tastes great. Like I'm all about it. <laughs> anyway, so it's chocolate cake, and then I did um, it's three layers of chocolate cake. In between the bottom two layers is a layer of cheesecake. I uh, <laughs> I'm having a moment because I love cheesecake so like a lot, I. and I know that people don't. There's some people that that don't like cheesecake because it's like it's a thing that you get you can get pretty often. But I love it. <laughs> I love cheesecake. I I'm 100 here for cheesecake. So I actually when I I had made this cake um for my friend, and I actually didn't know this, but he like really loves cheesecake, and so it, he was like very pleasantly surprised to like cut into this cake and find that there was a whole layer of cheesecake inside of it. So it was like, I don't know. I felt great. Anyway, so there was a uh, chocolate cake, cheesecake, chocolate cake, and then a layer of cherry, uh, like a cherry compote, like a cherry filling. You were making my wedding cake, just like, <laughs> side note for you. Um, there's, yeah, keep going. Because <laughs> um, uh, I love um, cherry cheesecake. That's like my favorite combo. And then... Um, another layer of chocolate cake. And so then I did a simple um, buttercream, like a very thin layer just to keep all that together. And then I let it chill. And then I made a dark chocolate ganache to cover the whole thing. And I made that with dark, dark chocolate and cream. And I poured a whole lot of black food coloring into it. Okay. Um, And um, ganache is, is, it's, it's easy, but it, like it, depending on your ratios, is kind of how it sets up. So it came out very thick, which I liked, but um, it didn't get as glossy as I wanted it to. It still looked beautiful. Like Matt is definitely like on trend, right? Like Matt lipsticks, so it was okay. That's interesting. <laughs> I feel like glossy cakes are on trend though right now. No, they definitely are. Yeah. Um, so I have to play with the ratio because um, I definitely wanted. I don't wanted that gloss, and I couldn't get it, but. Um, it's something to work towards. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, the dark chocolate ganache tasted, um, it was really, really good. Uh, especially, I, I was worried that it would be too much, like the, 
the, the chocolate, chocolate, chocolate and the chocolate and then with the cheese i was like is this gonna be too too rich and definitely it was like a rich cake but it was well duh like you got cheesecake cherries and chocolate which is basically like a broken down bavarian what's a black forest cake or something i think that's yeah they're german no yeah black forest yeah so it was it was definitely a very rich cake but it wasn't it wasn't like overwhelming um i would just I, need a cup of coffee and like uh one of those love sacks like one of those giant beanbag oh, chairs yeah, I really want one of those. <laughs> I really, like i actually need one um so yeah so dark chocolate ganache and then on the top was just um the some white chocolate that i had melted dyed pink added a little cream and then i uh, let it cool a little, and then I used a silpat to kind of shape it, mm-hmm. so that as it cooled, it kind of took on these like waves and and um, That's so cool. crevices, and then you break them off, and they look like petals. And figs. There were some figs on top that I added. I think after I took the picture that I put on the internet. Um, is that on? Is that on Thunder Thighs yet, or no? The yeah, the entire thing okay. was on Thunder Thighs, but the picture doesn't have the figs, and I think the okay. figs added a little. It was definitely cute with the figs, but oh well. So I took creative. this cake to a thank you <laughs> to a picnic, which was a mistake because that is not like a that's like a sit down at the table and a picnic. Like you and, sat on the ground. Yeah, so that, that was cake does not deserve like the ground. A, we need a table and some yes. silverware and like, yes and yeah. cloth napkins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and hydrangeas. <laughs> Um, but everyone loved it and it was super tasty. Uh, I bet it was. Oh man. And, uh, also it survived, um, a two hour trip upstate. So, uh, this picnic happened at this, um, sculpture garden, sculpture park, art park. I don't even know how to describe it. It's a gigantic <laughs> park full of like gigantic sculptures. And, uh, Pause for tangent because that looked amazing. Like that whole trip. Oh yeah! So it's you... called Storm King. If you have ever seen the Netflix show Master of None, it was featured in the second season, uh. which is where my friend got the idea to go. But it is a 500 acre like forest preserve park situation, um, 50 miles north of New York City. And it is full of all of these really interesting, beautiful, gorgeous pieces of, like, gigantic art. <laughs> like, That's amazing. Huge sculptures and interesting, like, there was one, like, uh, that was, like, a, just a roof, <laughs> you know? And there were some replications sure. of the Easter Island heads. And there were, um, there's this, like, very, it's like the Instagram famous sculpture where it looks like it's floating. Okay. Um, yeah. I, the, I have a picture under it. The only thing I can think of is that the thing that's floating is hollow. So it's less heavy. Than... Yeah, I think it has to be. Because I was like, how? I definitely I... stood there and watched a bunch of people stand under it without dying before I went and stood under it. <laughs> Same. I, I would have like... to. I think that's logical. And then um, I like I told my friend to take my picture and he was like, wait, no one more. And I was like, listen, I was like, you need to get the picture because I cannot stand under this thing. <laughs> For more. It will kill me. Right. Like, eventually. I will be the one to die. I will be the one to be killed by the statue that's never killed anybody. Like, um, so yeah. So that was, uh, that was a very fun day. We went, to, we looked at beautiful art in the park and ate cake. <laughs> that sounds lovely. It was lovely. I don't even like nature like that. I'm not going to lie. You know what? 
I didn't like nature like that until I moved to New York and nature was taken away from me. Right. <laughs> Honestly, like when I, um, you know, when I lived in Chicago, I lived in the South suburbs. I lived in the middle of a forest preserve, more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's whatever. That's nature. Like it's there. <laughs> right there next to me. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but then coming to New York, which is just like overwhelmingly not nature, which is like what you sign up for. Like I get it. Like, yeah, it's like why I came here. But just uh, living every day without access to just like wide open spaces and tall trees and fresh air makes you appreciate it more. So because I definitely True. was never like I I never want I still don't want to go camping, but like. I definitely never would have been like, yeah, let's go spend a week or a weekend, like, in a park. Like, it just was not something that I ever would have done. But now I definitely appreciate it more. And I appreciate it even, even more because there was cake. (laughs) Yes. Everything is better with cake. Actually. We're still, we're still on the track for you, like, not to be vegans, guys. Okay. So just, we're going to keep at it until you change back. Vegan cake is not cake. Just. Oh my God. Although. Although, I have, I know, I know I'm just contradicting my entire life. I've had a vegan chocolate, like a vegan coffee chocolate cake that is really, really good. Uh, My friend Melissa, her brother is a chef, and um, is he vegan? I don't know. But he makes this for her for her birthday, and she gave me a slice. And this is like sacred cake. Like, Like, this is my birthday cake that I get every year, and I get it because, you know, you don't touch that cake. But she gave me a slice. It was stupid good. So, still don't become vegan is what I'm saying. But, good things exist. <laughs> I know. I, I... I know, uh, yeah. I know what I just said. I know. <clears throat> Butter. <sighs> okay, okay, I'm back. Defense I'm back. I'm whole. I'm here. Speaking of vegan chocolate cakes and I don't know. I don't want to say that veganism is a fad. However, it kind of is right now, though. Can we just be honest? Because what the health is like, I don't need this in my life. You know, I'm, I'm cleansing. But then come Thanksgiving, you sit down at that table. Which is actually funny what because my friend whose birthday it is, uh, he uh, he's like an on again, off again vegetarian. And he is on again because he watched what the health See, it is. I refuse. Now I'm just like in solidarity, not watching it. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not budging. And everyone's like, "Well, you're killing yourself." And I'm like, "That's fine. You're gonna go smoke, Karen. So quit it." Um. Ah, Karen. (laughs) Um. That is a good uh, segue into our what our main ingredient of the week, which is food fads Mm. that we're sick of, or maybe not sick of. True. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them I've had enough of. Some of them I'm like, I'm still I'm still here for it. Okay. I am sick of cookies. In general? No. Sugar cookies that are decorated 
excessively with world icing. Maybe this is not a fad outside of, like, the very particular, like, internet space that I occupy, but... (laughs) I feel like everywhere I go, there are, like, $7 sugar cookies with, like, a pound of world icing on top that are, like, flamingos or, like... I think that's because you live Hillary in New York Clinton because States. I do not see them here. You don't here. see this? You don't see this? But like, uh-huh. not even like all over the internet, you don't see this? No. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. I, I don't know. I was, I just, I saw sugar cookies like the, you know the sugar cookies that you get from Jewel? Yeah. They taste like flour. Uh, <laughs> they, to me, they taste like flour. <laughs> they really thick ones. Uh, like unprocessed flour. And they have icing on top and they come in like the... The twelve pack, they're all laying on top of each other. Mm-hmm. It's like the it's like the ultimate period food. Um, well, I wouldn't. I... And I feel like, well, yes, there. Well, sorry. Um, I feel like that they are like a staple for some people. Like when they want sugar cookies, they want those. Like they're crazy soft. They're almost like cake. Yeah. I feel like people know. I what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking, talking about, about, and I love those cookies. Okay. I'm not talking about those cookies. These are like I, thin cookies I don't like them. <laughs> that are. They're just like really super decorated. Um, mm. Again, maybe this is yeah. I, mean, I just made this up in my head. <laughs> Honestly, what I really want to okay. talk about was how much I hate royal icing. Like I was going to use that as a way to be like I hate royal icing, but I, I it has a place and it, it is, is garbage? to hold something together, like a gingerbread house. Um, like literally, that's it because it, it's it's basically mortar. It's like food mortar. It's, it's not good. It's, it's not tasty. I don't know why people use it. Like, if you're, if you're decorating a cookie for a theme, okay, I get it. Because it, it will not budge. But I don't know. No, thank you. I, I don't. I don't. My godson wanted Pokemon cookies um, mm-hmm. for his... I wasn't his birthday party. He was having some type of party. And so I made him sugar cookies with royal icing. And honestly, they tasted just... I did the best that I could. Like bricks. They just... <laughs> you can put... I guess you can put a little bit of salt in the royal icing. You can. But and I, I used... I would um, take cream cheese icing extract. in a second. Uh, and I did, uh, like I did everything I could, but it just was so gross. And of course, after I sent them, he called me and said they were delicious and he loved them. But I was like, you're, oh. you're eight. Like, what do you know? <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> I love you, but, but truly, honestly, uh, what do you know? That's true. It's true. Okay, so my fad was a bust, but... It's okay, because royal, royal icing is terrible. And people continue to use it as like, oh, this is a great icing for things. Again, it has a place, but not... In the garbage. Not with you. In the garbage. And, okay. I'm still... I'm over red velvet. Um, red velvet? It's crazy how quickly red velvet was became everywhere. Like, it's just... All of it. How, uh, just, All the things. Uh, uh, like pancakes. French toast. Waffles. Pop tarts. Oh. Pop tarts. Oreos. <laughs> so, like, I'm, sh- I'm surprised there's not a red velvet cereal. I'm sure there is. I'm sure I'm missing I'm it. 100% sure. <laughs> um, I saw red velvet cinnamon rolls. I feel like at this point, yeah. red velvet yeah. has lost all meaning. And it's just it, like shit that we dyed red. Mm-hmm. That's... Here's a, okay. Here's my diatribe about red velvet. Speak on it. Me and the Southerners are all sitting together in a circle, mm. holding hands and looking at you, and telling you that red velvet cake is not 
chocolate cake dyed red. Okay. No. <laughs> what it is is a scientific experiment gone right, because <laughs> essentially yeah. <laughs> it is. It has cocoa in it. Okay, it has cocoa, um, but it has buttermilk, and the buttermilk in that cake makes. The texture of the cake, well, I mean, it's cake texture, but it makes the flavor of the cake, there's like a tang to it. It's good. It's legit red velvet tastes different than vanilla and different than chocolate. And if you think that it is just chocolate cake dyed red, you can fight me. I will meet you at the park at three o'clock. It is different. I will be there to help Um, you in that fight. (laughs) Which is why I really only eat my mother's red velvet cake because she makes it right. And she puts toasted pecans on the outside of the cream cheese frosting. And it's so good. Um, but no, not everybody can make red velvet cake because basically it is chocolate cake dyed red. I'm like, this is wrong. Um, so I get why people are over it. But legit southern red velvet cake is everything I've ever wanted. Um, but not this stuff that everybody's porting around. You can keep your French toast and waffles. Ugh. I'm not here for it. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I feel like red velvet exploded even faster than bacon, which I'm also 100% over. I am not over bacon in my own life, you know, as a spiritual person. <laughs> bacon just helps me on my journey. But um, I, in terms of like, let me put bacon on this donut. Now, when ba- maple bacon donuts came out, I was here for it because it tasted like breakfast. Yes. Super good. Um, but it's like, it is, it's in all the things like Too bacon, chocolate chip cookies, just is, it is, it is all, it is right on par with red velvet. It's in everything, everywhere. They candy it. I don't mind candied bacon. I like it. Um, actually I had a mistake of a sandwich when I was in Mississippi on vacation. I got this BLT with this pralines, praline, they say, um, the bacon. South. Respect. I know, I will respect it. Um, <laughs> praline bacon and brie cheese. Damn, that sounds the good. The brie, it sounds good, but you know what it was? It wasn't. Um, <laughs> the brie <laughs> the brie on it was terrible. Ooh. Like, it was just, it was the earthiness and the candied bacon. It it was awful. Um, and I shudder to think of it. it. It was not, it was the worst thing I've had. I'm so um, sorry. But, so, I'm over, like candying it i like brown sugar bacon it's tasty in the oven but it is definitely like a once in a while thing um my like go-to like bacon preparation for brunch is maple roasted bacon which Mm -hmm. is just straight up bacon and then in the last five minutes of roasting you brush on some maple syrup yep uh it's wonderful beautiful people are always like more um and I like you can I literally not bacon. make enough bacon. You know, like you said in your everyday life, I'm not, I'm just over bacon ice cream and <sighs> bacon ice cream. Oh, okay, I have had bacon ice cream from Plush Horse um, in Tinley Park, and it was really good. But also, that was like maybe two years ago, so it's not like oh, I go get it every time. But as a one-off, I was like, okay, I'm not mad at this. I don't know. I just do you. Uh... I know. Also, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, like my number one like unpopular food opinion. I'm team breakfast sausage. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you because I it it literally varies on the day. Like, do I want sausage? Do I want bacon? Because, mm-hmm. like, if let's say if life was a McDonald's <laughs> and you're going to get a breakfast sandwich, I get like the half- sausage and muffin with cheese every time. 
Yes. I I get the sausage egg biscuit or the bacon egg biscuit. So it is, but it's split half and half because it's like some days I want sausage and some days I want bacon. Usually it's the sausage biscuit from there. But in general, if I'm making something at home, it is a bagel with cream cheese and bacon on top of it. This is tasty. Team breakfast sausage. I gotcha. <laughs> when we were, when I came to visit, you had sausage and I was like, but bacon's available. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> we sure did Where did we go with the giant pancake? Yeah, oh yeah, it was like a brick of French toast. It was lovely. It was lovely. But yes, I, um, I, at brunch, I will always order the sausage. And, you know, more often than not, people will say, ooh, not the bacon. I feel very, no. I feel very persecuted. Well, so, I mean, honestly, if you're going to get the sausage for, with breakfast, I feel like the protein is going to fill you up um, faster, like, more heartily than bacon does. Because bacon's crispy. You kind of get lost in the crunch sometimes. And the flavor's good, but... It just kind of disintegrates to nothing because that's and that's how you can eat a pound of bacon by yourself because it's made of nothing. <laughs> I did that once and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I've committed a life sin." So um, you feel really weird and bad afterwards. But would I do it again? Yes. I just the bacon is just it has such a strong flavor, right? Which is like what everyone loves about bacon. Distinct. But like bacon is like yes. I am here. Like, you cannot ignore me. Like... You can't. I am in full control of your mouth now. And, like, I just... (laughs) Like, sure, sometimes I'm in the mood for that. But, like, mostly I would just like the smooth, mellow flavors of a nice breakfast sausage. That's all I'm saying. They do... I I agree with you. I do agree with you. Maybe I'm just not adventurous enough for bacon. I don't know. No. Maybe I'm too boring. No, stop. You just... You painted a cake. Are you kidding? (laughs) Stop. Ah, thanks. (laughs) <laughs> like quit it uh, but yeah I get it I get what you mean but I think I, for me bacon just compliments it it's like that salty bite that I that I want because I am I am the ultimate like sweet salty person so that's a very good combo mm-hmm. um I'm I'm kind of over cupcakes oh that's personally. what I was gonna say cupcakes I feel like are the number one like food fad that like won't die it will not die. And donuts. Donuts won't die either. Mm, I definitely but, feel like donuts are... I would say that I feel like they're on the rise. Under. Same. Yeah. They're they're kind of just getting their traction. But cupcakes. Cupcakes are holding on. <laughs> um, like, and I have not seen so many cupcake stores. Specifically, all we sell is cupcakes. Yes. Nothing else. Um, I'm like that's 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 your whole gimmick. Like that's a that's a, that's too little for me, um, and I get that they are like a perfect version of cake, like in a little handheld. Cake is thing. already a perfect version of cake. First of all, there is something so like grandiose in a good way about a cake. Like I made you this cake, and you're like, oh my god, you love me. Well, yes. But cupcakes, cupcakes are they're easy to make. They're which is great, which is why they're good for kids. But, like, I don't know. I feel like every every cupcake I've had just tastes like, either is or tastes like box cake, which I'm not, I'm not mad at in some aspects. But sometimes I'm just like this. I'm over this. Um, it just seems kind of, I don't know. Or people like hype up the frosting, and then the cake is super lacking. Yeah, 
I very rarely encounter a cupcake that does both the frosting and the cake well. It's usually one or the other. Like Magnolia, mm-hmm. um, the very famous bakery in New York City, that was featured on Sex mm-hmm. in the City. Um, their frosting is delicious. Their cakes are all dry. Um, the only place, the only two places, excuse me, that I've been to in Chicago that do it right is one, Sweet Mandy B's. <gasps> Sweet Mandy, she can do no wrong though. Literally no wrong. <laughs> None. I think you, I think whoever's listening needs to go get them right now and also bring them to my face. Um, and Molly's Cupcakes. No, I've never been to Molly's. Um, it's in Lincoln Park. It's really good. Um, they have this pecan pie cupcake. They have a peach cobbler cupcake. They Ooh. have something called a cookie monster and like the top of it is blue and they have a blueberry cheesecake one and that is really good and it is legit moist. They also do vegan cupcakes that are also like, if you're a vegan, like go here, just live there. Um, but it's, those are the only two places that have done it justice. Now, people will be mad at me because I'm not mentioning sprinkles, but I'm over sprinkles, so... Just gonna um, have to be mad. <laughs> I, I feel like Sprinkles has the magnolia problem. Great frosting, dry cake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, uh, people always say like the original Sprinkles is really good, but ever since it became a chain, it just like isn't. I only oh, know it as a chain, mm-hmm. so I only know it as. Same. I've never knew when it was like a, yeah. the what you know the singular um, stores. So I everyone's like, I love Sprinkles. Like they're perfect. I'm uh, like, they are all right. Th- they're very they're like that's not uh, what I crave. I would honestly rather go to Sweet Mandy B's or Molly's. So, yeah, no. Um, Sue me. <laughs> this sentence is going to sound real pretentious, but my favorite cupcakes, are the, actually the only cupcakes that I like crave, uh, I got in London oh, at this tiny, <laughs> at this tiny bakery called Crumbs and Doilies. And I found them on Instagram one Oh day. my God. And... Uh, I would name my child Crumbs and Doilies, I'm just saying. was... <laughs> oh my God, it's so cute. They have, they have all of your, like, classics, but then, like, they always do these, like different flavors like uh that i think when i was there they had like a oh god it was popcorn and something oh, i can't remember anyway they were all delicious and they sell like mm. they sell cupcakes and they sell like mini cupcakes like tiny little shots little bites, little bites. Yeah. and i got like 12 of them and ate them all <laughs> and made myself sick <laughs> but it was so worth it and like i tried in that moment to be like wait are these delicious because they're delicious or are they delicious because like oh i'm in london and everything is like amazing but then i went to this other no. cupcake shop in london and i was like well these are terrible so then i was like okay right <laughs> now it's comes in toilet. that settles it so if you're ever in london they have a location in soho it's in this adorable <laughs> yes. little like brick alley behind this shopping center where you can like get to diagonally, you know, it really truly does look like <laughs> uh, Hagrid's about to walk through there. It's so oh my cute, so cute, and the shop is just like this little like, um, uh, not hole in the wall, but it's cute. You know what I mean? But it's like a small, mm-hmm. cozy, um, mm-hmm. you know, place in like a a, a very old building because London's very old, and their cupcakes are delicious, crumbs and doilies. But in general, I'm over cupcakes. Um, unless you're casually in London. <laughs> unless you're casually in London. Just casually overseas, it's fine. Big whoop. Um, in New York, there's a cupcake vending machine. There's several cupcake vending machines. Well, yeah, Sprinkles has it. and I find offensive. <laughs> because it's like, oh, you just mass produced this cake. Just for this? Just, you didn't like, put no care or thought into I'm this? I'm just, huh? just going to sit there. Like, I don't... Uh, 
Like how long this been sitting there, huh? I just I, I have a lot of questions about those. Um, I'm sure I, mean, I know there's music and and I'll probably end up going to the Sprinkles ATM one time. But. I don't. I don't. Um, now you brought up a good point that I really hadn't thought about about why. Um, why muffins don't get the love they deserve because of cupcakes? Mm. Or ex- muffin you, is you like talk about those. You expand on these thoughts. Muffins are like the ugly stepchild of <laughs> the family of like quick breads and cakes because it's like muffins are also sweet. I don't, and honestly, I don't know the difference between a muffin and a cupcake, but except Branding. that usually it's the muffin is heartier, like it's a heartier. Yeah. Um, thing and it's usually more quick bread-ish well, yeah, yeah, yeah. than anything i feel like it's like that that like you know, we talked about last week, like loaf cake versus like actual cake yeah mm-hmm. yeah um but i like i like a muffin and honestly i feel like mean girls ruined it a little bit for me <laughs> it's like do you want your muffin butter oh. <laughs> uh, so, so every time i say the word muffin i'm like no yes um <laughs> but it's just it's so it's like in culture it's like oh it's like muffin top. Like it's has a weird connotation with it now. Um, this is very true. But, muffin has definitely been like, and it used to be like a cute euphemism for like, hey muffin, like how's it going? Like a cute like pet name, and now it's like, oh look at that muffin. And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I, I am reclaiming muffin. the muffin. <laughs> uh, I need to reclaim it because it's they're tasty. I think I I might make zucchini muffins tonight. Um, because I need to use the zucchini from work, but um, they're they're tasty, and I like adding like all the stuff, the the cranberries and the walnuts and the pecans, and I don't know. Okay, they're like handheld hardiness. I love uh, a good banana nut muffin. I love a bad oh banana nut muffin. Banana nut muffins are like mm, probably top three. They can do for no me. wrong. They're so good. They're just so. Oh, cupcakes are like. White privilege. Oh. <laughs> <And muffins. laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't and, ready. <laughs> and muffins, like they had to work for what they for what they Those got. Muffins, you know, had to work twice as hard to get half as far. <laughs> they they basically like they had to work to get where they are, and I appreciate that about a muffin. Cupcakes doesn't have to do anything. This dry cake. With this pretty frosting that goes nowhere, it's I don't know. I think there's some there's some wisdom in there. I I I need a moment. <laughs> I am a muffin. <laughs> Welcome to the title of this episode. I am, I am a, muffin. a muffin. I am muffin. Hear me roar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh wow. But seriously, it's like. You don't have to do anything if you say you have cupcakes. Some they're gonna flock to them. But if someone, if you say you have muffins, I have to detail what is in them for people to eat them. It's like there's a cream cheese glaze on them. Like there's there's you know cranberries and pecans in it. And they're like, oh okay, I'll eat it. Like I have to, I have to detail about its background and what it has done <laughs> to get here before people are like, I'll eat this up, this muffin. This is true. People are definitely. Um, more enthusiastic, or what's the word I want? People are more reluctant towards muffins. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. resistant, hesitant. Why can't I talk right now? <laughs> it's fine because cupcakes are my privilege. That's why. Um, 
People will eat any cupcake that you put in front of them. I agree. Literally any of like any cupcake. This is an earwax and kale cupcake. <laughs> oh my god, the kale! Birdie bots it. every flavor beans of cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. And they'll eat it. Like, oh, this pepper cupcake. Was as long as it's pretty, moist. I think that's what it is. Right? Like cupcakes are just pretty. It's true. They're all about appearance. And muffins are definitely... Muffins are all about heart. homely. Yes, muffins have... Um, they have such a pretty face and a sweet personality. <laughs> <laughs> it accepts itself for what it is. It doesn't muffins have a great sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, a muffin knows how to self-care. So... Uh, <laughs> Anything else we're over? Everyone should go make a muffin tonight. Or eat a muffin. And I'm not speaking euphemistically. Like, <laughs> please. <laughs> go buy <laughs> chocolate. Regular chocolate muffins made of flour and sugar and eggs. <clears throat> yes! <laughs> no. <laughs> I won't elaborate. I will not expound. I will not but, um, keep this joke going. Muffins. <laughs> muffins. <laughs> Uh, no i don't have any other food fast i i just i'm i'm a i'm on one hand i'm upset that like sugar cookies are not like the fad that i had like made them up in my head but on the other hand like i'm happy no yeah i i do not i don't roam like the baking instagram world. i was gonna say i like i said like it could be just like because i spend too much of my time in like because, like, my, at this point, my, like, explore tab on Instagram is, like, mm-hmm. 75% just, like, baking. And the other 25% is, like, dudes in their underwear. It's just, like, real. There Instagram really See, knows me. They do. They do. I hate screen. them so much. <laughs> no, I don't, yeah, I don't rove the baking universe. Because it's, like, it's all, like, it, like, beautifully lit. Yeah. It's all, and I, it's, Instagram, like, Food picture culture has elevated itself. I guess I, that's another thing I'm over is Instagram food pictures. Um, because it's like, if this shot doesn't have every ingredient that I put in this in it, there has to be like a little bit of mess and a little bit of pretty and it's shot from above. And it's yeah, there, actually like I feel kitchen, like, I'm um, like, I'm, I'm uh, done. like Instagram food uh, culture, like it's like, it's a very singular aesthetic. Like it's all. Yes. It's all pretty. Right. But it's all, like, pretty with, like, a, a, like you said, like, a staged mess, right? So, like, there's, like, yes. ooh, here's, like, um, some of the ingredients, like, carefully laid out in the background, kind of, like, haphazardly, like a... but they're not haphazard at all. Like, we very carefully... Exactly. Like, it. I set this up. Right? Like, oh, I spent, like, ten minutes, like, arranging these, like, jelly beans in this, like, crazy way to make it look like they just spilled right. over. To make it look random, yes. Right. Or, like, if flour has spilled over, right. you spilled, like... 10 pound thing of flour on purpose to make it look like you actually and then there's always like flour. a bunch of forks like in the corner and like maybe some like napkins and, and... it's only ever a vintage fork it's like right. a fork that you would not eat exactly. with with your own mouth because it has tetanus right. but <laughs> in the shot it looks great i'm like seriously you use the tetanus fork like no <laughs> I, I don't understand there is a very specific thing you have to do on instagram but uh, yeah, um, and it's a but also ugly food pictures on Instagram. I mean, I get it, you know. So don't don't do that either. So I guess I'd rather look at a pretty one. 
I don't know. I worry. Um, I worry because sometimes uh, I, I come across this problem. Well, it's not a problem, but I come across. I guess it is this issue. Mm-hmm. When I'm baking, sometimes I think um, this would taste good, but would it look good? Oh, and I Ooh. have to stop myself because I'm like, wait a minute, You're like this is not what I'm right, doing this right. For. Like the it doesn't matter if it, I mean it. Like yes, it's nice if it looks good, but if it doesn't taste good, then right. Like who cares? Right. <laughs> so what did you make this for? That you were a cupcake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, I remember when I first started making cakes, like one of the hardest things for me to learn was um, how to make a, a, and something that I still struggle with, uh, is how to make and like get and finish a smooth buttercream. Mm. And so one of the like common tricks uh, is to add uh, vegetable shortening. Okay. And just in the quantity that you have to add it to get the right texture, it completely changes the flavor. And I just don't think it's worth it. Like, it's just... No. Yeah. Like, it's... I think it's better that this buttercream has a few air bubbles and, like, some streaks, but it tastes like butter and sugar and meringue. You know what I mean? Like, like, that's the important part. Um, I feel like Instagram culture has definitely... I mean, that's how it's affected me, and I know it's... I know there's people out there putting... Crisco and their buttercream, which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not, it's not what I'm going for. It's not the best flavor right. you can get. No, and I know they have butter-flavored Crisco, but it doesn't taste. It thing. doesn't taste right. Yeah. I don't. No. I don't. Bacon bit, bacon bit. Welcome to the bacon bit, bacon bit. Even though we don't like bacon that much, I love bacon. I don't hate bacon. Okay, uh, okay. I'm not yeah. anti-bacon. I'm anti-bacon <laughs> ice cream. Okay. Yeah, I get it. But when given There's the a choice, point. I'm definitely breakfast sausage. Anyway, this week. <laughs> but this week, I was originally going to talk about chocolate ganache, and I still will. But um. Mm-hmm. What I wanted to share was tips for um, improving box cake. So I was talking to a friend about this, and she was like, I can never make a cake like that. And she was looking at one of my cakes, and she was like, it's just too much work. She was like, I just want to make something out of the box. And I was like, you can. She was like, but it won't taste like this. And I was like, mm, well, that's true. But you can... <laughs> you were right. You can definitely, like, boost your box cake by replacing the water with milk. Mm-hmm. By replacing the vegetable oil with the, an equal amount of melted butter. Yes. And adding an extra egg yolk. Nice. Um, That's so simple. Yeah, it is super simple. So keep everything the same. This will not apply to like, um, if you have like an angel food or like a white cake that calls for egg whites. I've seen some box cakes that call for egg whites. Like don't add an yes. extra egg yolk to those. Yeah. <laughs> um, but any type of like your Duncan Hines yellow cakes, your... Um, <laughs> 
your box red velvet. It's like all of those things. Mm. <laughs> you can replace uh, vegetable oil, melted butter, um, the water with milk, and then add an extra egg yolk. Just the yolk. And that gives it extra richness. And then the, the other things give it extra flavor. Um, I've never been let down by that. It's never not worked for me. Um is that what you would maybe use in a pinch or when like Michael Salazar wants a cake? Mm-hmm. I want a Duncan Hines yellow cake. And yes. uh, that's what I do is I I swap out um all those all those things. Um but yeah, in a pinch for like if you're Jones unsure. Right. <laughs> Uh, and then if you want to like take it even further and replace the frosting from a can, which I don't, frosting in a can is like so gross on its own and it only really works with box cakes. Um, you can make a chocolate ganache, which is so super simple. It is equal parts, heavy cream and dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is you don't even have to boil the cream. You just have to get it hot enough that it will melt the chocolate. So if you have four ounces of, of dark chocolate, which is like a standard baking bar and you get four ounces of cream and you heat it up in the microwave for like mm, not even a minute and you pour it over the the chocolate that you've chopped up really finely and you mix it together until it all melts and you let it sit for mm, 30 minutes to an hour and it'll um shut up you let it sit for that long yeah uh, if you're going to frost a cake with it yes oh uh if you're going to pour it over something you can use it while it's still warm. Okay. Um, but if you're going to, like, frost a cake with it, then you would mm-hmm, let it mm-hmm. sit for about an hour. Um, so that way it gets nice and thick. And then you would mm-hmm. use it. You can use it the same way that you would use frosting. Um, if you wanted to, you could use um, a stand mixer with a whisk attachment or your hand mixer to fluff it up a little. And give it mm-hmm. some volume, but it would Somebody. be somebody, but it would be good to use just like that after sitting for an hour. And you use it the same way you would use frosting, and it tastes so much better. It doesn't have that like cloying, like overwhelming yes. sweetness of canned frosting, and it's got yeah, all that's what I don't that like. deliciousness of the dark chocolate. Um, that's like you know brought back. The bitter is like walked back by the cream, and then it works with your cake that you've made nice and rich with your extra egg yolk. It, it's all just so. It's like easy decadence. Mm. Easy oh my decadence. Box cake. Oh my god. That would cream, be the name of your first cookbook. <gasps> oh yes, you are so one hundred percent correct. Easy decadence. Oh, hold on, let me write this down. <laughs> I will forget. Tomorrow I'll be like, what? <laughs> I should write a book called Cake and Crap. <laughs> Although I would still visit that, I would visit that place. <laughs> I would buy the book and I would visit the store. Like, oh my god, have you been to Crake and Crap? It's in Williamsburg. It is everything. <laughs> the cake is okay, but the crap was great. <laughs> yes. I got the salted crap. Oh my god, changed my life. <laughs> Get the chocolate crap next time. You will crap your pants. The red velvet crap was kind of. It was kind of dry. <laughs> it was meh, but um, next time, no. Chocolate crap. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, if you're at home, like, ooh, cake, because that's all we talk about, or at least all I talk about. Um, don't be ashamed of box cakes, because mm-hmm. they're so delicious. And they are. A few modifications, up your game, get some heavy cream, and 
dark chocolate and you have got some legit ganache. Ugh. Easy deck. People will think you're fancier than you are. That is how I live my whole life. Just <laughs> tricking people into <laughs> principles for living. Yes. It's I love skill. it. So, Abby, tell me, what was the secret ingredient this week? What oh, was your secret ingredient this week? I, I was between two things. Um, there could be two I secret might, ingredients. I, I might, okay, I might just do the two things. Okay. It's our first, podcast. We make the rules, damn it. True. Um, but my first one is Chick-fil-A's Frosted Lemonade. They, Ooh. first of all, Chick-fil-A's, like, you know, it's a terrible establishment, obviously, uh, in terms of principles. My gay in terms of food, at least once it's a month. so good. <laughs> So good. <laughs> Their hateful you. chicken is so delicious. That hateful chicken is my favorite. Ah. Um, Who knew their secret ingredient was hatred? And the, I, it, it flavors it so thoroughly. Um, anyway. But their frosted lemonade is basically if like a lemonade slushy mm-hmm. and a milkshake combined. Ooh. So it's like this creamy tart. And it's like, and it's not icy at all. It's li- It's so smooth. Like, I'm going to be sad when the summer ends because I know it's going away. Does it have dairy in it? Um, I think so. And that doesn't taste weird? Dairy and, and the lemon and the acid and the... No, it tastes like like lemon... It, it Well, I'm comparing it to some Jenny's ice cream, of course, but uh, like a lemon buttermilk frozen yogurt. But like, super smooth. Like, it's like a dream. It's, it just tastes like summer. And it always gets me through... <laughs> I had like a really bad day at work. And I left, and the first place I went to was to Chick-fil-A, and I was like, I need a frosted lemonade, and I just sat in the parking lot and drank it, and it was perfect. I just loved, was, like, chilling in my car. It's like, this is everything I needed. Um, that's definitely going to be on my list. It's so good. I tell everybody to try it, and everybody who does, they're like, oh, my God! So it's, it's my favorite thing. The other thing, though... is my secret ingredient is I saw Hans Zimmer in concert. I saw the stream on this, yes! That, oh. all of that looked amazing. Also, were those all his songs? Okay, so tell yes. us. Yeah, t- I didn't know he did that much. I uh, was, I'm still floored. Like, so he did, he did Driving Miss Daisy, which always makes me think of the holiday. Um, <gasps> when he's in the, the video store, like, singing the songs. I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, he did Driving Miss Daisy. He did Sherlock Holmes. Not the one on BBC. The movie with. Uh, Jude Law and. Uh, yeah. yeah. With yeah, Space yeah. from Iron Robert Downey. There it is. Um, he did, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Which he I did. didn't know. Yeah. Um, Man of Steel. Superman, Man of mm-hmm. Steel. Um, Batman. Like, right. all of them. Um, Gladiator, which was gorgeous. And very, like, I'm about to cry. Um, he did Inception, which was, whoo, right. so good. And he did Interstellar, which, have you seen that movie? I have. And it, uh, <sighs> Four is like a very prominent part of that. Movie. Yes, yes, it is. Um, but yeah, Interstellar, gorgeous. But he also did Lion King. And I, was I forgot he did Lion King. I didn't know he did Lion King. 
I knew and then I forgot. Like, I just... So he... The guy who actually sings at the beginning of Lion King uh-huh. uh, tours with him. No so way. So the actual dude who goes, ah, the thing, yeah, you know, in a language that I'm obviously speaking wrong. Um, no way. <laughs> uh, he comes out on the stage and my mom and I look at each other and just, like, start screaming. Because it's the guy, like... This is my childhood. Um, that is amazing. So it, and then at the end of it, <laughs> at the end of it, everyone's like clapping and yelling, and I am straight up screaming, like, <laughs> like it is a full scream, um, because I was just I couldn't I couldn't I, my my brain still can't handle it, but yeah, it is. I'm gonna remember that forever. It was so cool. Yeah, I bet, like, all your videos, like, looked amazing, and I was really surprised just, like, how many movies he had done. All of them, turns out, been, just And how amazing every single score was. So good. Oh, so, yeah, Hans Zimmer, you're the best. Mm-hmm. I will never actually get to meet you in real life. I feel like, he's, first of all, I didn't know he was German, and I was like, oh yeah, his first name was Hans. <laughs> I was gonna say, if his name is his first name is Hans. So I was like, oh yeah, okay. Um, but he's just like a really cool guy. He, but he's probably also like so brilliant that he's terrible. I was so. going to say, I feel like uh, he's probably a dick in real life. Because that kind of brilliance, you're just like, I don't have time for you to be gushing. Right, like you sacrifice the like the social humanity like parts of your brain you do there's some stuff that just has to fall to the wayside because right. you're like you know what i made this i made lion king lion king <laughs> like i don't have time no, to did. small talk with you but i gave you the circle of life so right okay what so you if you could just me? have a seat thank you <sighs> okay what's your secret ingredient my secret ingredient this week is drew barrymore Ooh. okay i haven't <laughs> heard or thought about her in a long time so originally my original um originally i was going to say that my secret ingredient this week was SZA's album control um, oh i don't know if you because ooh, it will put you in and out of your feelings and then back again oh lord so it just um, like dunks you in like a washboard yeah so i have been i mean i i listened to it of course when it came out and i loved it and then just like life and like whatever I just I didn't have time to like spend I didn't have time to spend time as much time as I wanted to listening that was a train wreck of a sentence (laughs) I didn't get to listen to it as much as I wanted to I got it is what I was trying to say (laughs) and so this past uh this past weekend uh finally I finally got to do like a not this past weekend uh, last week I finally got to do a, a deep Dive, like a, just a true listen just over and over again and I just compl- I mean I knew that I loved it but I could really truly just like fell so hard in love with the entire thing and in particular the song Drew Barrymore which uh-huh. is just this like slinky like just, yes. oh, oh it's just magic and so I watched the video and Drew Barrymore the person is in it yes <laughs> and I was like I also haven't thought about Drew Barrymore the person in years. And so after that, I watched uh, The Wedding Singer, which her, oh. her and Adam Sandler. And then I watched yes. Never Been Kissed. And then I watched uh, The First Charlie's Angels. And then I watched... I went on like a Drew Barrymore odyssey. Uh, yes. Which was just magical. She's like so talented. 
She's so she has, cute. Actually, she's, and she's been acting since she was like a smooth four. Right? She was in E.T. And then she was like in all these crazy movies. And then she went to rehab. Um, I requested her book from the library. She wrote she a, a book? book. She has a book about like going to rehab at 13. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. So, um, Drew Barrymore, you're adorable. I love you. I love your song. I love you, SZA. Indeed. Um, so yeah, Drew Barrymore, she was the, the secret ingredient this week for me i love it <laughs> i love it yep all right is that a, a wrap on episode three i think it is a wrap episode, on episode three, three. Woo. i'm so excited me if you've too. made it this far with us i appreciate you every time we put in an episode <laughs> i have these horrible thoughts that i'm like how long are they gonna keep listening <laughs> we're gonna do this every week why would someone want to listen to us every week? Oh my god! And then I get into this weird existential crisis, and then I come back and I'm excited. It's a it's a process. So um, I go through a very very similar process. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Yes, can, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at madewmelanin. You can visit our website madewithmelanin.com. Uh, Abby, where can they find you? You can find me at a literally all the things. Um, that's not my handle. It's called, it's Abby Blue J. A-B-B-Y-B-L-U-J-Y. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at MichaelRXS. You can see the things that I bake on Instagram at ThunderThighsCO. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you should rate us in iTunes, which is a thing yes, that you can please. do. Please rate yes, us. And the, um, for the people that have, I appreciate you. They're so sweet. I was so touched. Very nice. Such super sweet ratings. Thank you so much. Um, So yeah, rate us on iTunes. Subscribe if you like us. Tell your friends. Yes, tell all your friends. Literally all of them. All of them. Um, Podcasts are still popular. Every time, again, every time we come up with an episode, I'm like, podcasts are popular. Why aren't they listening? Why would they listen? Well, uh, anyway, just please ignore my existential crisis and tell all your friends, yay! Yay! (laughs) Having some problems. Okay. (laughs) Alright, bye everyone. Bye.